Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. Mississippi. Welcome to a new week and a new month. February 1st, Monday. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Gibbard in, along with my good friend, the vacationing Rhino. One day of vacation. Hope that was good for you. It was more of a staycation. Uh, like I said last week, I tried to get a dentist appointment to, to get a tooth looked at, and there were none to be had. I do have one in a couple weeks, though. Good Lord one and the creek don't rise. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so instead of going to the dentist, I took a day off to disconnect, decompress, and catch up on sleep, and then uh, continued that throughout the weekend. I, the only thing I did that seems to have tied together the entire weekend is I managed to watch like four or five different old, cheesy Godzilla movies. <laughs> it just seemed like every time I was flipping through, there's another one. I was like, hey, another one. Let's do this again. So let me get this straight. <laughs> you took a day off. To sleep and watch Godzilla movies. <laughs> there are worse ways to spend a day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Meantime, who the heck turned the air conditioner on outside? Jeez. Does it have chilly. anything to do with that nor'easter thing they keep talking about? You watching that deal up there? It does look a little crazy, but it's nothing new. I mean, it happens every couple of years at least. Yeah. I think 16, they said, this one's comparable to that. When it was, in fact, it was deadly. It uh, caused a lot of problems up there. But sweeping through the Midwest, now through the Northeast, uh, torrents of snow is what it looks like going through. Wow, incredible. So uh, I saw, I got a tweet early this morning. Uh, curious if any of our listeners from the northern part of the state caught this. Let me see if I can find it. From the from the Oxford Police Department. Have you seen this? And they, they said that... Oh, the uh, thing last night? Yeah. Police oh, yeah, do there not was, come uh, to the Oxford Walmart. A bomb threat was called in, and the store has been evacuated. Yeah, they had this to bring was, in the bomb-sniffing dogs. Yeah, like at 4.30 in the morning or something, I think, when the tweet went out, right? No, it was... Uh, Did I miss the time there? It was... Middle of the afternoon, maybe, okay. maybe I missed dinner it. time. Must be another tweet I was looking at. But so that's weird. That but never heard anything that became of that. Right? Uh, they did give an all clear. I'm trying to find it. It's way back here. It had to have happened around the same time as the uh, the soccer match because that's about the same time the tweets I'm seeing. Also yeah, said 14 hours ago. Okay. Also said a person of interest was in custody. Is that right? Correct. As of a little before 8 o'clock last night, Oxford Police Department tweeted out, Our search of Walmart is complete. The store has been deemed safe. 
Again, thank you for your understanding. Walmart management has stated that the store will be closed for the rest of the day. We'll have a full press release tomorrow, which is today. So you reckon, I mean, I guess we'll learn the details later, as you said, but sounds like somebody just got a wild hair and decided to threaten they were going to blow the Walmart up, pretty much. Yeah, that's not a great way to call out from work. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh, but it ain't even funny anymore because I think there are people out there that are just that dang crazy. I saw, speaking of which, Stephen Cohen. So he is the owner of the Mets, the New York Mets baseball franchise. And he's he's known for engaging via Twitter. He's very active on Twitter. And he's known for that. Um, amongst his fa- the fans of the Mets, he you know he sort of banter's back and forth with them. Well, it turns out that he is the, he's by the way he's the richest owner within the Major League Baseball owner community, which ain't very big, obviously. Is that because the Steinbrenner fortune's been broken up to his sons? You know, I don't know, but Steinbrenner's is he still an owner? I don't think he is. Anymore. I thought his sons were ahead maybe of that that's, now. Maybe you're right about that. Anyhow, he's worth $14.5 billion, is Stephen Cohen. So, <laughs> he is uh, he's the owner of, the principal owner of a hedge fund. And it was his hedge fund that got involved in bailing out Melvin Capital Management, another hedge fund, which had a gigantic position, short position, on GameStop, and got pummeled and needed $2.75 billion, and a good bit of that was provided to, to cover their capital requirements there. And a good bit of that was covered by Cohen's .72 asset management fund. Subsequent to that, he began receiving what you just do when you're mad in this country, right? You go to Twitter and, and threaten to kill him and his family. Got death threats. And he had to remove his Twitter account. It, it made him unpopular, shall we say. So, you know, it's not enough to just be unpopular and get maybe a little bit of verbal backlash. No, in this country, you're not happy with the way somebody does something. You just threaten to kill them. And we accept that. That's how crazy it's gotten. Now, you may not like the fact that, that this guy provided financial assistance to Melvin Capital which were the primary hedge fund operators driving down the price of GameStop. But come on, kill him? You see that a lot. So I ain't defending Jack Dorsey at Twitter or Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook, but imagine you're trying to monitor and moderate that kind of garbage, because it's constant. People across the planet... You tell me how you figure out, well, this one's okay and this one's not. And you try to develop some sort of standards and apply those consistently. And again, I'm not defending them because I think they are clearly warped and tainted in one direction, particularly Jack Dorsey on Twitter. But when I mean you, the whole corporation. 
Yeah, it's exactly right. You could, I think they had the breakdown last night. It was on one of the, the nightly news things where they broke down the political investments, the political donations, by or the yeah, the donations that were put in the taxes for the Twitter employees. Yeah. It's like three grand to Trump and a hundred and something thousand to Biden. And so that, of course, is the reason that folks on the right, rightfully so, are not only suspicious of these guys that operate these platforms, because, you know, Rhino, it's like you say, it's not so much Dorsey and Zuckerberg, it's the legions of employees that are absolutely little brainwashed socialist robots, all of whom are filthy rich and totally insulated from normal life and average life. But, come on, threatening to kill a guy? You may not like what he did, but it it doesn't, nothing like, warrants homicide. But we've gotten where, well, that's just, that's how you you take out your grievance. I'm going to kill him. I'm expressing my grievances by saying I'm going to kill you. That's crazy. It's juvenile at best. So how did we get there? I, I just don't get it. But yeah, it's... So this guy goes from being... It's the great anonymity of the internet. It's the reasoning behind it. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's exactly right. And so we all, rightfully so, again, we welcome this opportunity to express, free, engage in free speech. No question about it. But you cross the line when you start harming people taking their stuff, threatening to do so, that's over the line. Just is. And so this guy goes from being, imagine, you got this $14.5 billion owner of a major league franchise, and again, the average fan on the street can tweet with him, have a, have a productive, engaging conversation, and he's known for responding that was one of the selling features of Twitter back in, what, 2007, 2008, when it first started? Yeah. Well, that's what it was supposed to be. Connectability to everybody. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the same concept and uh, premise of Facebook. Same, di- same deal, right? To communicate on a college campus. It's, that was the whole deal. But it now it's gone for just a place where you go air out your grievances and threaten to kill people. I think a part of the problem comes from you always see the headline of the death threat and the reaction to it. You never see the headline of the idiot that sent the death threat getting arrested and getting the book thrown at him, which happens almost every single time. That's that's absolutely right. Because there's no like there's no interest in that. We're such a voyeuristic society. It's crazy. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more here on the JT Show Super Talk Mississippi. Don't forget, coming up today at 11 o'clock, we've got Dr. Ryan Wally, the legislative chair for the Mississippi uh, Optometric Association. I think it's Optometric, excuse me, Association. Stay with us. We'll be back. (laughs) 
I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you for helping us get our daddies back. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. You know, when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. Gallo here, been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guarantee to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland on the Garland Group of EXP Realty, 601-983-1130. And check them out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com. That's LeeWillBuyIt.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Hey, hey. Do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs> Maybe it's fun, fine, maybe it's a movement, but be prepared to lose 80 to 90% of it, and if it's still worth it, then have at it. 
But the biggest loss of capital here will be the human capital of young men who are sitting and staring at their phone and watching the price of Bitcoin or the price of AMC. And ask yourself, would you be better off taking that one, two, or three hours a day and working out, trying to form relationships with mentors, with, with, with romantic relationships, with people at work, getting great at something so you can be the person on the other side of the trade. The greatest loss in, in capital here is, is from young men who are more prone to gambling addiction, who don't understand uh, the markets. I think we are setting ourselves up similar to how there's a ton of young women out there who became very depressed by sitting in their rooms looking at Instagram self-cutting and self-harm skyrocket. I think you are going to see uh, uh, an explosion in young male depression, and I think a lot of it is going to be reverse engineered to apps that convince you you're part of a movement or physically addict you to your phone. Ask yourself, would your time staring at Robin Hood be, be better spent somewhere else? That is the real capital destruction that is taking place here. <laughs> what in the world is he talking about? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's just filling air. That's all that is. Yeah, don't don't go invest the money you've earned in a way that you have the freedom to do. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Gee whiz. Go find a mentor or a girlfriend. <laughs> well, I think there's no question lots of people are going to get hurt. But see... Oh yeah, but that's just a that's because the value has been overblown. Sure, it's, it's way over its skis. But the government but that, that happens all the time. All the time, they, it's not for the faint of heart. The government is not responsible for making sure you don't do something stupid, and that it's just stupid. You want to invest in a in a company with such weak fundamentals? and ridiculously overvalued, you have a right to do that. And the government shouldn't protect you from that. It's just simple as that. I can't... I, I think I may have mentioned it before. Not just but, the government. Mainstream media seems to be colluding to a certain extent with Wall Street. Because yeah. the whole thing that started all this was a subreddit called Wall Street Bets. That's right. Just a bunch of amateur stockbrokers and day traders that formed a community to share information. Nothing illegal, nothing illicit, nothing wrong about it. They jumped on an opportunity and have made a pretty good chunk of change for themselves, the, the people that got in on it at the beginning and started this ball rolling. But now you're seeing articles and headlines and stories being pushed by the AP, by the Wall Street Journal, by the Washington Post, on the next big thing being silver and how Wall Street Bets is trying to squeeze silver the same way they... Yet if you go and look at Wall Street Bets, they're saying don't buy silver. Right. So why, why right. is the AP saying that it's happening when it's plainly not happening? Yeah. It, it's uh, divided into to two seemingly two distinct factions that are betting in different directions. And that's part of the market. They're right to do so. You know, the Biden administration has been largely mum on this issue. I don't think they know what to say. I don't think they have a plan. I don't know that a plan is necessary. Well, they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because their Treasury Secretary, Yellen, that kind of got fast-tracked through the confirmation process, 
was taking hundreds of thousands of dollars in speaking fees from one of these hedge funds that's in the middle of all this. Eight hundred and ten grand. Yeah. Now, I think one speech she got two hundred twenty-five, which just sounds insane to me. So this, before she does anything in an official capacity, she has to get written permission from the ethics board that she can even touch it. Unbelievable. Which is probably why she's staying away from it. So is the administration. And there were questions that were thrown at the White House press secretary, Jen Psaki. Uh, secretary, um, you missed it Friday. I played a montage, about two and a half minutes of solid ums. <laughs> that was one press conference. I finally had to have Will cut it off after about a minute and a half. But nonetheless, yeah, I, and then Elizabeth Warren, she speaks out, and, you know, and she denounces and condemns. But, like, what are you condemning exactly? And you got the strange bedfellows and AOC and Ted Cruz. Which AOC then just, <laughs> ah, that woman. Yeah, she's another one. Well, you were trying to kill me. Right. <laughs> he wasn't also in the same predicament. Yeah, so I don't know what Thomas and Greenwood is saying here, but he says, uh, why do the Wall Street people not understand that it's not about the money, it's about the principle? They'll hold that stock to the end of time. CNN got close. Fox News still thinks it's about the money. Uh, Disconnect? Uh, yeah. Lack of full understanding of the situation from, I would say, the vast majority of the the decision desks at the mainstream media outlets, just because they don't take the time to actually read it. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, in, the, in the case of Robin Hood, you had, you had to be leery of it to start with. It's fee, fee-less-based trading. Well, how are they making money? Well, they're selling that information upstream, uh, your information, your, your trading activity, if it's electronic and you're not paying for it, you're the product. You're the product. And that, i I got to tell you, I remember when I was working for Anderson, now Accenture, 35 years ago they were predicting this, that, that ultimately our personal information, our personal profile, is kind of the next wave in information technology and monetization of data. Which, in hindsight, that only makes sense. But then again, back then, it's kind of hard to predict the future. They knew it 35 years ago. At that point ago. in time, you still had phone books. And privacy. And, and phone books with a name, address, and phone number. That's three pieces of information that are greatly beneficial for a wide variety of uses. Yeah. So you can only imagine expanding on that expands on the usefulness. They had it figured out. I mean, they predicted that we would reach a point where you everyone would have access to every fact known to man in the palm of their hand. 35 years ago, before there was a commercial Internet, the, the, the think tank folks were predicting that. We were saying, what, what are they talking about? You know, But that's where we are. And so you're exactly right. It, you are the product. And so those that complain about these platforms and say, well, they don't protect my privacy, well, <laughs> you signed up for it. It's free. There's a reason why it's free. You know what really aggravates me? is when people complain about certain aspects, like just the, the look and feel, the interface, things like that. Like, dude, it's free. <laughs> what? I, I, don't, I can't comprehend that. You're complaining about free. And that's the way we've evolved in our society, uh, it, it sure seems. But 
Reese and Clarksdale says, yeah, let's see here, his, his message is superfluous flummery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what he's talking about. Says she couldn't tell you how to short a stock of her life depends. I guess AOC probably. Yeah, she doesn't understand what shorting Sandy Cortez. She doesn't understand what that. But you'll have to agree with this, Rhino. How many people now understand at least at a high level, at an ele- elementary level, uh, what stock shorting is? Didn't even know what it was last week. Now it's a household name. Oh, I was joking about that uh, with a friend at the end of last week where there are a couple instances in in movies and pop culture where the concept has been presented and presented relatively factually, like the the James Bond movie Casino Royale. The bad guy, Le Chiffre, played by Mads Mikkelsen, at the very beginning, he's shorting stock for an airline that he's planning to blow up. Yeah. Because he knows blowing up the big, up the airplane, that's going to drive their stock down. He's a Bond villain. It makes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sense. So that's been out there. It was touched on in The Wolf of Wall Street. It, there, there have been instances where pop cultures got their fingers in it, but the vast majority of the population didn't care. Yeah, didn't pay attention. This time around, it seems like everybody felt like there was a chance to get your foot in the door, learn a little bit, and maybe make some money, and boom, that's the interest. That's all the interest people needed. And it's been going on. It's nothing new. No. It's certainly nothing new. And, and though I know a lot of people oppose the concept in general. We should just ban and prohibit short selling. I disagree, and I talked about this Friday. Short sellers do more investigation, analysis, due diligence on companies than any other investment institutions. It's because they put so much risk in those strategies, in those plays. They can lose way more than just the the price of an issue, which would be the maximum you could lose in a long play. So they provide some value. Where they cross the line is when they when they publish that information and it's non-factual. That becomes a problem about a company. We'll be back with more talk here on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. We're going to talk about our new website when we come back. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. It's time to do more of what you want, where you want. With the all-new Honda EU2200i generator, available at your preferred local Honda dealer, Frederick's Sales and Service. These generators are quiet, portable, efficient, and have the reliability you'd expect from Honda. Come by Frederick's Sales and Service in Brandon and see the full line of Honda generators. Or online at frederickssales.com. Honda and Frederick's. Power you can trust. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. 
place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Demand the best for your truck. Linex Spray-On Bedliners give the only nationwide lifetime warranty. Linex of Jackson is your source for all of your truck accessory needs. From lift kits, wheels, tires, bed covers, hitches, you name it, we do it. Want leather installed in your car or truck? We even give a lifetime warranty on our leather. Linex of Jackson has been your source for spray-in bed liner and truck accessories for over 20 years. Come see us on Highway 80 between Airport and Crossgates. Linex of Jackson, 601-664-0030. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Those who live outside of Mississippi but work here can receive the vaccine. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs. You know, we are here with the Mississippi allotment to do folks in Mississippi. We consider um, anyone who works or lives here as part of that family. So, um, you know, if you are one of those folks, we'll, we'll, we'll try to vaccinate you here as quickly as we can. Since January 4th, over 80,000 vaccines have been administered. And President Biden has signed over 40 executive orders. Mississippi native and Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn joined more with Maria on Fox and criticized the president's actions. He is taking steps that are going to embolden China and put them in a position, whether it is energy, whether it is manufacturing, uh, things, his policies are things that are favoring China and are hurting American jobs. Andy Davis, Super Talk Mississippi News. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. 
Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Super Talk Podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead. Text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino with you today. So, Rhino, big day here at Super Talk as we launch our new website and we sort of rebrand everything now. Our news, our broadcasts, uh, all of uh, our our sites, our apps, so forth—they're all rebranded as Super Talk. So, some of the confusion that existed before with News Mississippi is now Super Talk News, etc. Really excited about that. Um, and a new app is coming soon as well. I know we've had some issues with that. It's time to upgrade and re-engineer that. So that is uh, on the works, uh, in the works, I should say, for Apple and Android devices. We'll have more details on that later this week. And then beginning tonight, the Dan Bongino Show here on Super Talk Mississippi. That uh, comes on at 11 p.m. Right before Coast to Coast. Yeah, it's good stuff. And right after Ben Shapiro. That's right. So, good stuff going on here at the network. Proud to be part of it. And don't forget, at 1137, continuing our new tradition of allowing our listeners to call us and let their voice be heard, 888-808-8637 is the number to, to call when you want to do that. 1137, coming up later on in the show today. So there's a lot of uh, criticism going on about the $1.9 trillion stimulus package that Joe Biden seeks, coronavirus stimulus package. Now he's getting some heat from his own party. You know, we talked about this, that he promised $2,000. $2,000 when he traveled to Georgia during the Senate campaign. And in fact, the Warnock campaign was uh, promoting the idea that if you will vote for him and uh, Osselhoff, you're going to get $2,000, not $1,400 in addition to the 600 which was enacted as part of the $900 billion uh, legislation that passed just before Trump exited office, $2,000. And they actually included in the tweet, in the, the promotional piece, a, an image of a check from the United States Treasury, the familiar-looking check you see that comes from the federal government with the image of the Statue of Liberty on the left side of the check, United States Treasury styled at the top, and it's got $2,000 on it. 
That was distributed. And now they're all saying, hey, you lied to us. Where the heck's our money? It's not $1,400. And I'm looking at one of the tweets. You'll love this. This, this tweet's handle, this Twitter person's handle, non-voting felon. <laughs> it says, you guys advertised this when you wanted to win two Senate seats in Georgia. And he's got that vote Warnock little piece there. Image. Want a $2,000 check? Question mark. And right next to it, an image of a check with $2,000. Notice the part where it has a check that says $2,000 on it. And it's got the little hmm emoji <laughs> under it. So they're being blasted, as they should, because they promised $2,000. Joe said it. Now they're all backing off and saying, nope, only going to be $1,400 as per the $1.9 trillion bill. And here's a tweet from Joe Biden himself. Six, this is January the 21st, uh, t- excuse me, the 10th of 21. $600 is simply not enough when you have to choose between paying rent or putting food on the table. We need $2,000 stimulus checks. Again, January the 10th. Well, now it's $1,400. So, Looking at an article here, just a series of social media posts just blasting the Democrats for their duplicity. Are we surprised? And this is what happens when your approach and your strategy to win elections is to just give money away, just to distribute direct payments to voters. Now... What do you mean it's only 1400 You promised 2000 So it's bad enough you're using that essentially as a tool. You've weaponized direct payments as your campaign strategy, and now you're falling short of it a bit, and you're getting hammered for it. That's just crazy. So the, the Democrats, excuse me, about 10 Republicans are calling for a scaled-down version about half, about $900 billion. And they're headed, ostensibly, it's being reported at least, they're headed to meet with, with uh, Joe Biden at the White House to discuss a compromise, which would, it's actually $600 billion is what they're proposing, $600 billion, which would include $1,000 stimulus checks, extending federal unemployment, additional money for food assistance, and those $1,000 checks would have tighter restrictions on who would receive them, so more targeted. That's one of the, one of the complaints uh, about the $1.9 trillion bill. So we'll see. It's just crazy we've gotten to this point in this country where we just hand money out directly from the government, uh, I guess, as a way to address this situation. Why don't we just think about opening up a little bit more? Maybe that's, a, maybe that's an approach. In the meantime, you've got our friend Governor Gavin Newsom of California. You know, we got Super Bowl coming up. Folks want to watch the Super Bowl. So they've just, they've just kind of eased some of the restrictions for restaurants and bars, allowing them to at least, at least engage in outdoor dining and uh, outdoor dining and enjoyment at a bar outside. Now he wants to limit the amount of time this Sunday that they can, if not fully remove, televisions from those areas. So you don't, so you, you don't have this tendency 
you don't have this tendency and temptation, I should say, to enjoy your friends and to to just so wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> let's reopen so that the restaurant industry can take advantage of the Super Bowl boom. Correct. But we're going to take the TVs out so nobody at the restaurant can watch the Super Bowl. That is correct. You got to love it. <laughs> he, he, he that makes just, about as much sense as the timing for Cuomo's reopening in New York. Have you heard that one? No, go ahead. So the details of the reopening are there's going to be 25% capacity indoor dining, and it starts on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Good luck getting a reservation. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like... That's like the most popular day, right, for outdoor dining. I that think. is the eat-out night. Yeah. So, the, so they they can reopen for outdoor dining starting on Friday. Uh, reading it, but one of the restrictions involves TVs. There will be no viewing TVs in the outdoor dining areas. <laughs> With the Super Bowl coming up on February seventh. County health officials are worried that having the ability to watch the game in a bar would lead to a super spreader event for the coronavirus. Super Bowl watch parties, of course. That's kind of an American tradition. Can't do that. No watching TV. You can go to those bars and eat on Super Bowl Sunday, but don't watch those TVs. You might be a super spreader. This guy's a total idiot. And he's about to get recalled. Now, whether or not the people of California will replace him, and if so, with someone better, that's a long shot. They're currently, uh, in terms of the number of signatures required for a recall election, they're short right now, about 200,000. They still have time. They're going to get there. They're sitting at 1.3 million and change. They've got to get to 1.5. The goal of those that are pushing for this re-election is to get to actually exceed it, get to two million. I want to say they have a month left or so uh, to gather signatures, and they're and there's funding behind it. There's money, so we'll see if we have the same thing that happened with with uh, was it Davis that got replaced by the the governor? I don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger. So they have a month to get. 200,000 signatures from roughly 40 million people? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a big hurdle, frankly. Uh, But that is what is going on there. So no TVs in the bars. (laughs) Incredible. You you can't make it up, as they say. Because the TVs are going to spread the COVID. (laughs) Exactly. The TVs, those dastardly... Super spreading TVs. Jeez. We'll come back with a final segment, first hour on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridgeland Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridgeland Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridgeland Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. Hi, Eddie Schultz here with MGT Films. With some great news for businesses and homeowners here in the metro trying to balance utility bills and save money. 3M Window Films give your single and double pane windows low E glass light savings. 3M Window Films stop heat in the summer and maintain warmth in the cold winter. If you own a building or a home, you don't have to choose between comfort and savings anymore. For free estimates, contact MGT Films at 601-707-5596 or online at mgtfilms.com. Pillium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pillium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pillium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pillium.com. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was up 24 to 80.88. May cotton was up 23 to 82.07. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were down 11.5 to 13.58.5 per bushel. May soybeans were down 11.25 to 13.55.75 per bushel. March corn was down 4 cents to 5.43 per bushel. May corn was down 4.5 to 5.43 per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down two cents to 121.82. June live cattle was up seven cents to 117.67. March feeders down 67 to 137.05. April feeders down 42 to 140.32. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 103 points, 30,085. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and it's easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com and see what everyone is talking about. One word to describe Triangle Insurance? I'd say committed. Agribusiness insurance is all they do, and that commitment shows when it really counts. I'll give you an example. If a tornado hits, they show up on site with a checkbook and a game plan to get your business up and running again. People remember that, you know? When a disaster delivers its worst, they send their best. Triangle Insurance. We write agribusiness insurance right. To learn more, call 800-894-5020. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You are listening to The JT Show. You should feel a sense of shame. That's how you know you're doing it right. The JT Show with JT and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the jt show super talk mississippi gerard and rhino guiding you through the middle of your day on this monday february the first man where did january go time flies when you're having fun but it's really not february right tell Oh yeah, there's a there's a guy I follow on Twitter that has been recounting the fact that time seems to have stopped in March of 2020. So he he just counts every day as the next day of March 2020. So today is March 337th of 2020. We're just 28 days away from finding out what happens when marches collide. <laughs> Joe in Oxford says talking about the television restrictions imposed by Governor Gavin Newsom of California. He says, you can always watch on an iPad. Yeah, that's what Rhino was talking about on the break. Nothing like getting around your phone <laughs> with your faces like jammed up against Yeah, you can have tables set up six feet apart. You could have groupings to where it's family groupings at one table and it's safe to eat outside like we've been told for months now and watch the TV, or you can take the TVs out, and then you'll just have everybody huddled around an iPhone about three inches from each other's faces. Brilliant. <laughs> so I went, I read the, the high-level summary of the order. Get this. Another issue this time, this time meaning when they reopen uh, the restaurants and, and bars for outdoor service, uh, revolves around the use of personal protective equipment. So as before, the servers, servers have to wear both a face mask, which can be cloth, and a face shield. But now that mandate has been extended to anyone who interacts with diners, including runners, bussers, and all front-of-house personnel. So, also no live entertainment. No DJs and bands. No Super Bowl parties, no televisions, as we've been discussing, and no receptions, banquets, or other coordinated, organized, or invited events or gatherings. That's quoted. Spontaneous events and gatherings, however, seem to be totally legal. <laughs> so, all right, what about, like, the sort of table-side preparations? You know, salad spinning and... Uh, they, you know, in California and some of the higher-end restaurants, they make, like, guacamole at your table. I guess those are out. Flaming desserts and stuff. Yeah, no more Bananas Foster. <laughs> oh, is out the window. Well, it's for your own good. So if you want to get, watch the game, you'll just have to huddle up at home with your mask on, of course. Unbelievable. Gee whiz. So... 
how do they dream up that sort of jump? I don't know. Hal from the ceasefire text line has a great point. Hal from Boyle, that order in and of itself will be the final push needed to get the number of recall signatures. Yeah, I agree. It, it just and so Hal, I'm with you. It, but again, I just question the wisdom of the California voters. <laughs> Do they just put somebody else in there that's as big a fool as Gavin Newsom is? I mean, he, and he's he's really been terrible. His record, the schools are still closed, but don't forget, we've saved you from the horror of walking into a school building past a sign that has George Washington or Abraham Lincoln on it. Oh, the horror. Oh, the humanity. The humanity. <laughs> Their vaccine rollout is terrible. It, it is just horrendous. His lockdown orders have been ridiculously inconsistent. His messaging is confusing. Uh, their testing and tracing is terrible. And by the way, I think they've lost nearly a billion dollars, if I'm not mistaken, on unemployment insurance fraud, which is a problem across the fruited plain. We have problems here. We have problems everywhere. But when you try to shove that much money out the door from the federal government where there are little or no strings attached, you're going to have lots of impropriety. You're going to have lots of nefarious activity. And what are we going to do? More. We're going to do more of it. That makes a lot of sense because right now those benefits, the federal supplement of $300, that's scheduled uh, to expire it was 11 weeks from when it was passed on uh, when Trump was in office right before he exited there early January. So I think uh, you got a, a month and a half maybe left of that. But this new bill, this $1.9 trillion bill, it proposes to extend those benefits through the end of September, which means we'll just have more billions of dollars of fraud. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. We'll take a break here with the top of the hour. We've got Super Talk News, national news, and then coming up, joining us on the program, Dr. Ryan Wally, the legislative chair for the Mississippi Optometric Association. We'll talk with him about the scope of practice law. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden this afternoon agrees to hear a counterproposal to his coronavirus financial relief plan from a group of 10 Republican senators. Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the president spoke with Maine Republican Susan Collins and invited her and the group of senators to the White House. The Republican proposal is far less than the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan proposed by President Biden. Democrats in Congress have dismissed the GOP offer as insufficient. Fox's Jared Halpern. Rochester, New York, police released body camera video of officers handcuffing and pepper spraying a nine-year-old girl Friday as she kicked and refused to wait in a patrol car during a family disturbance call. Mayor Lovely Warren. I have a 10-year-old daughter, so she's a child. She's a baby. And I can tell you that this video, as a mother, is not anything that you want to see. The girl received mental health care at a hospital and was sent back home. America's listening to Fox News. 
If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. We're starting to make some strides in the fight against COVID. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers explains. We've seen some improvement in the number of folks who are hospitalized with COVID. We've seen some improvement in the number of folks who have required to be admitted to the ICU or even to be on a ventilator. And we've seen some declines in emergency department visits for COVID-related illnesses. He says while those trends are improving, the number of cases is still high. The state's chief medical officer has officially resigned. After being placed on administrative leave in November of 2020, the Department of Public Safety confirmed Friday that Dr. Mark Levon had submitted a letter of resignation. As the chief medical examiner, the position is tasked with overseeing investigations and autopsies at the state crime lab. No further information has been given as to why Levon was placed on leave. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Seaspire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. With winter weather just around the corner, contact a qualified service technician to ensure that your propane system is operating safely. Make sure that everyone in your family knows what propane smells like and what to do in the event of a gas leak, including knowing where the gas supply valve is and when and how to safely close it. Call us today to learn more. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Propane Gas Association and its members. Propane. Clean American energy. Over $73 million from the state lottery has already gone to MDOT, allowing them to address maintenance projects across the entire state. Southern District Commissioner Tom King. It's a, an excellent way of placing our money. Commission unanimously voted for it and, and again, putting it like it is, where it is, and where it should be. And that's putting it back on our state highways and state bridges. A total of 281 miles have been or will be repaved. A former Mississippi State Bulldog will miss the Super Bowl due to an injury. A torn meniscus suffered in practice last week will sideline Kansas City Chief linebacker Willie Gay for Sunday's Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. After starting eight games in the regular season, the rookie second-round pick had yet to appear in the playoffs while rehabbing a sprained ankle. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News.
In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Bull. When you listen to other wireless carriers, bull is all you hear. They talk about great deals, but it's never the price for one or two lines. One line with AT&T is 60 bucks. At Verizon, it's 90. Enough bull. Get the new C-Spire Real Deal plan. 10 gigs, 45 bucks per line with auto pay. 45 bucks, no bull. C-Spire. For limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trading. Head to cspire.com for details. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Listen to this. Broadcasting live from the heart of the Deep South. Let's do it. Heck yeah. This is the Magnolia State's Midday Meeting Place. Yes, indeed. It's good. Oh, man, I love it. The spot to discuss whatever's on your mind. Make Mississippi great again. Welcome to the JT Show. Welcome. Here we go. On Super Talk Mississippi. And now, here's your host, JT. Welcome back, everyone, to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Monday, February 1st, Gerard and Rhino in the studio. And now joining us, Dr. Ryan Wally, the legislative chair for the Mississippi Optometric Association. Good morning, Dr. Wally. Good morning. Thanks for having me this morning. You bet. Thanks for coming on. So, uh, a topic that is certainly getting a lot of attention around the Capitol these days, and, and frankly has for the last couple of years, I guess, uh, revolves around the scope of practice laws that affect, uh, I think, your organization, its, its members, optometrists, and of course nurse practitioners. Start, if you don't mind, Dr. Wally, by just informing our audience what the difference is between an ophthalmologist an optometrist, and an optician. Absolutely, I'll be glad to. So, you know, an optician is somebody that you will go to that will help fit glasses and um, glasses, lenses, and frames. An optometrist, we are the providers of primary eye care. So we also do um, glasses and contacts as well. We also treat and manage eye disease. And ophthalmology, uh, our colleagues in ophthalmology, they are our surgeons. They are doing cataract surgery, retinal surgery, um, basically uh, secondary tertiary care of eye care. Okay, appreciate that. So where does your organization stand? What, what do you seek in terms of expanding scope of practice for uh, optometrists? Sure. So what the bill that's before the legislature is designed to do is to improve access to care for Mississippians by allowing optometrists to practice to the level of their training. Um, sadly, Mississippi's law right now is lagging behind other states. We have states like Louisiana and Arkansas right across the river who allow their optometrists to practice to the full scope of their training. 
And so this bill is designed to allow optometrists in Mississippi to do um, similar things uh, to our neighbors in Louisiana and Arkansas. Okay. And, and what's the general feeling from the ophthalmology community about that? It seems like they, for the most part, oppose this, right? Well, you know, it, it's hard to say uh, all of ophthalmology. I, I believe that you know, we work with all single day in a really good relationship with them, and, and nothing in this bill is designed to change that. We, we're grateful for the relationships that we have with them. Sure. I do believe that once you get into uh, the academic setting and the political setting, that there is some opposition to this. Uh, they see this as a turf war. Uh, but the reality of it is, is that, you know, we are seeking to provide and expand uh, access to care for, for Mississippians all across the state. And so that's our primary goal is to improve patient care and uh, take care of our patients day in and day out. You know, Dr. Wally, I've, I've read articles uh, in the past about this this subject that suggest that there are many people across the country, certainly in Mississippi and really around the world, that lack uh, corrective lenses uh, to correct their vision problems simply because they're just not close to somebody who can provide those services and get them tested and get them a prescription. Uh, I want to say the figure was in the tens of millions, even in the in the this country, that are, are living their lives not being able to see to their fullest potential. Absolutely, and and that is a a goal that we're trying to address here with this legislation is that the procedures that that we're asking for these are procedures that we're trained for in in optometry school. We, okay. You know, this is not cataract surgery. These are not procedures that are going to be done under general anesthesia. These are procedures that we're trained to do. And the reality is, just like you said, is that we have a, an issue with access to care. Um, you know, you'll hear people from opposition say that everyone in Mississippi is within an hour of an ophthalmologist. And while I don't necessarily agree with that statement itself, even if you take it as true, the reality is, is an hour away for uh, any procedure or any sort of medical care for some people is going to be prohibited. Many people and these patients that we're fighting for with this bill, they're just not able to travel that far. So we are trying to get these patients to be able to get cared for closer to home. You know, it's not only access to an issue of time. Uh, where I practice in northern Mississippi, we've got a great medical community. We have a great relationship with our colleagues. But many times, a lot of these procedures that we're sending out to them right now that we're not able to do due to state law, they're waiting a long period of time. I had one patient that comes to mind waited two months for this particular procedure when they could have had clear the next day or next week. But the reality was is that they had such a lag in time to get in to have this done that they had to wait. So they were walking around after cataract surgery with around 2100 vision when, you know, we could have taken care of that and gotten them back down closer to 2020 in a much shorter period of time. But you're, but you're comfortable, Dr. Wiley, that, that the uh, optometrists are perfectly capable of performing these kinds of procedures that uh, right now are limited to ophthalmologists. You're, you're comfortable with that, and I assume you've provided evidence of that uh, as the legislative chair, two members of the legislature. What's, what's, their, 
how do they how do they receive that information? What's their general temperature on this now? I think that most most legislators have been have been very receptive to it. I think anytime you have an issue of scope of practice, you're going to get pros and cons. Sure. And as you know, it's a lot easier to to kill a bill than it is to pass a bill. And so, you know, I think there's been a lot of confusion created. But absolutely, I feel that optometrists across our state are are more than capable and well-trained to do these procedures. And you really don't have to look any further than somewhere like Louisiana, where they've been doing these same procedures for years. You know, our doctors in Mississippi are are just as bright and uh, just as capable as doctors in Louisiana. And they've been doing these for years um, and doing a great job at it. So we're hoping that uh, the legislature will see that for sure. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like that the, the demand for these services grossly exceeds the supply. And that's, I think that's across the medical spectrum, the healthcare spectrum. And that any way we can increase Absolutely. supply uh, improves that situation and, and thus the quality of life for people. Absolutely. I mean, I, I go back to that example I used earlier. You can imagine if you had 2100 vision and even if it was only a two month delay i mean that two months is very difficult yeah and when when a a procedure could be done to to clear that and help a patient get back down to 2020 to me it's a no-brainer i mean it's just it's just better better for the patient better for quality of life have you got bills in both the chambers that have been drafted going through the committee process right now uh, we do. We have a bill in the House and a bill in the Senate. Our bill has um, has has left committee um, in the House, and we are, are are waiting on a House floor vote. And we're we're looking forward to to going from there. What's your sense of where the Lieutenant Governor and the Speaker of the House stand on this? Well, you know, so far they've been they've been very supportive, and we're trying to make sure that we give them all the information that they need to to understand that this bill is good for Mississippi, it's good for Mississippians, and we've been very grateful and, and we are very grateful for all that they've done thus far to, to help us with this legislation. Are they getting, I know this is probably a rhetorical question, but for the purposes uh, of informing our, our listeners, our audience, are they getting pressure from the other side to, to kill these bills? Have we, haven't we tried this before without success? Well, you know, they are getting pressure from from the other side. And again, you know, I, I want to reinforce that, you know, we have amazing relationships throughout the state with ophthalmology. Uh, but anytime you get in a political process, you know, there, there are political policy issues that go back and forth. And, and we did try to introduce a bill last year that was a little bit more uh, giving the ability of the State Board of Optometry to to establish what optometrists were trained to do and what yeah. they were able to do and how they were able to practice. And, and that bill met a, a bit of resistance. And so what we did this year is we tried to listen to feedback from legislators. And one of the things they wanted us to do was to be a little bit more specific about the things that we were asking for. And so this year's bill is designed to be a little bit more specific. Uh, now, to be completely honest, all the procedures that are included in this bill, you know, it doesn't still quite Indiana or um, also Arkansas, but it gets us a lot closer. I got you, and I should I should apologize for even referring to it as the other side. Let's let's rephrase that as op- opponents of, uh, of perhaps of this legislation of this uh, expanding of scope of practice.
uh, rather than calling them, calling them the other side. I know you guys work together, and I appreciate that. Dr. Ryan Wally, the Legislative Chair for the Mississippi Optometric Association, thanks so much for joining us today, sir. We'll be back with more on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com in the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee? 2020 was an incredible year. We sold hundreds of houses. As a matter of fact, and thank you, you took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages of the marketing campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance convenience and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys the leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars where the average agent only spends 250 to $500 a month. Go to LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Queen, now $17.99. Plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. Gallo here, back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson Metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi, 97.3. JT. How provocative can he be? The JT Show. PG-13. Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. On this Monday, February the 1st. So we did have a uh, text on the ceasefire text line from the 662. I understand they received this training in Alabama and Tennessee. What is the stance of those two states on this procedure? It, it was my understanding uh, from Dr. Wally, uh, his remarks there, that the, the same exists in Mississippi. He's looking to put Mississippi on the same par with uh, our neighboring states there, Alabama. He, I think he specifically mentioned Louisiana as well. So that's what this scope of practice legislation uh, portends to do, and, and hopefully that will be the case. I, I personally support uh, such legislation. We want people to, to be able to practice medical professionals such as optometrists and do so in a safe way, in a way that protects people. But what what I oppose is protectionism, and if if there's some who are uh, who oppose this legislation because they're trying to protect uh, a, a certain practice area, I think that becomes problematic. We have a huge shortage of healthcare professionals, and the more we can expand scope of practice of those we have, such as nurse practitioners, and I've I've heard arguments on both sides. And by the way, that's a hot topic. I think you're going to hear more about uh, here on Super Talk Mississippi, certainly over this week, uh, both on Gallo's show in the morning and this show as well. So we'll, we'll see uh, what happens there, but it, it is a, uh, it's a major deal. We don't have enough physicians. We got too many people uh, relative uh, to, that, to the number of uh, folks that need health care. Our population is dispersed, many of whom are in rural areas where as Dr. Wally said, just mere travel, even 50 miles, is a deterrent, a deterrent to receiving care. And it's a problem that needs to be addre- addressed somehow, some way. So if we could expand scope of practice, I think that fills some of that void. You know, my physician friends say that when doctors graduate from their residency, say here in central Mississippi at the major healthcare institutions, they typically don't seek work outside of the central Mississippi area where the population center is because there's just there are more patients and um, it's it's a little easier financially and economically. I'm not aware of any sort of financial incentives being offered to attract someone to a rural area, such as is the case with teachers. You know, there's like a, some down payment on a home assistance and and there may be a couple of other uh, financial aids as well. I can't think off the top of my head, but nonetheless, it's it's. Let's say a, there's student student loan loans, or financial yeah. forgiveness, or something I, like that. I think you may be right about that, but it's just it's hard, and it's particularly hard in in this state again, where we have a limited number of population centers, and our and our population is just spread all over the place, and it's it's hard to make the economics work. It's no different than the rural broadband. If you look at every issue, every challenge we have, it's all about that dispersion of population that causes problems. There's no wonder, when you think about it, why people are kind of jammed into these large metros on our coasts, for example. If you look at those maps and you see like how voting is dispersed, and you see this gigantic vote concentration on the coast and the population centers, typically Democrat, 
and then you see the big so-called middle of America flyover area, the forgotten area, whatever uh, whatever terms you want to use to describe it. It's it's just crazy how we all sort of gather up in these population centers. But there's reasons for that: um, amenities and job opportunities, uh, financial opportunities in general. So, anyhow, um, we did have uh, an update on JT. Yeah, we had JT on the. Uh, he joined us on the show Friday in the third hour, and, and JT is over at MD Anderson going through some uh, very sophisticated and, and powerful um, cancer treatments. He sounded good. He's very optimistic. I want to say Wednesday is a pivotal day in that treatment a couple of days from now. So we, we certainly wish him the best. We pray for him. Appreciate that, that question. We had uh, someone texted us in. I'm looking for it. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Where was still waiting for their stimulus payment? Yeah, Richard from Eupora, and he and he said uh, he was talking about the two thousand dollar check. Said I never got the six hundred, and I haven't talked to a whole lot of people that qualified that have not gotten it. The the first wave of digital payments, electronic payments, went to those that uh, qualified based on their tax returns and. Certainly, if you got a $1,200 payment back in the summer as part of the CARES Act, you should have gotten that $600 payment because it's the same data basically used for that. Uh, and if the IRS had your bank account number because you have them either deposit your refund uh, electronically or you pay them electronically, whichever way you've shared that with them, that it should be really just automatic. If it's not, those that didn't qualify on that basis – paper checks were sent. I know there are some still outstanding just in reading reports from the Treasury about that, but I suggested to Richard, I know it's not easy, but you might want to call the IRS, and he said it's probably not worth the headache. That's unfortunate. Uh, I hear you, but, you know, just place a phone number, a phone call to him and see what happens, Richard. Uh, You know, if you're eligible for it, you really ought to get that money, in, in my opinion, so... Isn't it true if you didn't get it, though, it's going to just be a credit on your taxes? Yeah, you can reconcile it on your tax return. That's absolutely right. To, to show that you qualify, there's a, there's a form, a worksheet, if you will, and you go through the math exercise and you show that you qualify. And, and if so, that would be uh, – it, it is a fully refundable credit. Uh, so you don't have to have a tax liability in order to qualify for it. You show that you qualify you're going to get that check. You're going to get that money. So that's a good point, Rhino. You can hang on for that if you want to, but that means you got to wait several months. Uh, so on the 601 ceasefire text line, optometrists do not go to medical school, do not receive training in laser procedures, except maybe a weekend course, cannot handle any complications resulting from the procedure. Ophthalmologists complete four years of training after medical. So yeah, appreciate that. I, I had lengthy discussions with three of my physician friends walking on the golf course. I know I'm crazy. I was an icicle when I was done with the, with four and a half hours on walking on the golf course, but talked about this extensively with them, and they have fairly strong feelings, not so much about ophthalmologists and, and, and treatment of eyes, but nurse practitioners in general. They're strong feelings, and they're, and they're good points on both sides. You know what I'd like to see? Is that, is that the folks that are in the trenches, both the physicians, the ophthalmologist in this case, the optometrist, the nurse practitioners, 
legislators, state leaders, maybe we just ought to get in a room and spend some time talking this through because I, I get it what the texture is saying here. I, I completely do. I also know that we have a demand and supply problem as well. So I'm not qualified to determine who really is qualified to render any of these services. I, I totally get it. And, and I'm not convinced that those making our laws are. But I do understand demand supply economics, and I do understand risk. And it just seems like we could get everybody in a room and talk through this. Uh, rather than just, let's say, those who are responsible for lobbying one position or another, who are typically the people who mostly access and inform, which is what their job is, those making laws, maybe this is a, a matter that we just need to get people in a room and hear, hear and from the trenches. I would argue against the point about spent four years in medical school, how much of that four years did they spend learning the laser technology that you're saying the others only took a weekend course in? Yeah. It was probably a weekend course during the four years. Of medical school. So maybe there's a happy medium there. Where right. I mean, if you can get certified to safely use it, no matter what your qualifications, why not be certified to safely use it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so here's another one uh, on the ceasefire text line. Optometrists have been trained in laser procedures in optometry schools since 2009. Optometrists in Oklahoma have been doing laser procedures for more than 30 years with no problems. Yeah, so again, that's the kind of information I'm not sure that all those uh, in our capital are aware of, and and there because it, it's just a big, broad, complicated topic. And unless you're in that industry, I'm not sure you have exposure to that. And if you're only getting sort of a limited number of people that are informing you on this environment, maybe you need more information. I say we get we get really people from all uh, all perspectives to help guide on this, what I'd like to see happen, rather than it being done in a vacuum. As we're bumping out of this segment with a little TNT, we'll come back with more on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Oh, the phone lines are open in the next segment. Give us a call, 888-808-8637. Thanks. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'm sure by now you're aware of the shortage of ammunition that shooters and hunters are experiencing nationwide. Right now we have a good supply of popular calibers like 9mm pistol and 223 rifle, as well as others that we're offering at fair market prices. We do limit the amount you can buy each day. At the range, we'd rather everybody have some than a few buy it all. I hope you'll come visit us soon and check out all the many things we have to offer at the range. A totally new and different type of gun store. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. We're starting to make some strides in the fight against COVID. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers explains. We've seen some improvement in the number of folks who were hospitalized with COVID. We've seen some improvement in the number of folks who have required to be admitted to the ICU or even to be on a ventilator. And we've seen some declines in emergency department visits for COVID-related illnesses. He says while those trends are improving, the number of of cases is still high. The state's chief medical officer has officially resigned. After being placed on administrative leave in November of 2020, the Department of Public Safety confirmed Friday that Dr. Mark Levon had submitted a letter of resignation. As the chief medical examiner, the position is tasked with overseeing investigations and autopsies at the state crime lab. No further information has been given as to why Levon was placed on leave. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching for C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. 
Gallo, Gallo. Shapiro. Shapiro, and now Bongino. Bongino. So what's up? If you want to work at Super Talk, your name's got an end and an O. Dan Bongino. It may make you feel good. Tonight at 11 on Super Talk Mississippi. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. JT. 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 I have no obligation to tell any of you anything. It's the JT Show. Supertalk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The phone lines are open. 888-808-8637. Give us a call. It's toll-free. We'd like to talk to you. So, uh, circling back, as White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki likes to say, that's her, that and um, her two favorite phrases, four years are spent in laser training during ophthalmology residency. That, again, on the uh, C Spire text line. So, is that a three, part of their one year internship or their three year residency? Yeah. Where I, does the four years of laser training fit into that four year time frame? I'm certainly not versant on this subject, but four years seems like a lot. I mean, what, I mean there are more to do, right? There are more, more services, procedures, treatments, et cetera, that ophthalmologists engage in other than just laser. Uh, procedures, laser surgery, I would think. And so, do that, does that mean they have additional time after the four years to learn those techniques, those procedures, uh, receive that level of clinical training? I'm, I'm not sure. So, we'll just ask whomever is texting, texting us this, are you in fact an ophthalmologist or an MD? Would be curious to know that. I appreciate that. Look, this is uh, again, there's strong feelings on both sides of this. Uh, I will say again, uh, this is an area with which I do not have expertise, but I know that that there's legislation that that is being considered that requires inputs from qualified people ac- across the spectrum of opinions on this, and I, I think that is warranted in this case, but but appreciate that. Uh, give us a call, 888-808-8637. Reese in Clarksdale referring to my suggestion to Richard from Eupora to try to give the IRS a call about their stimulus payment. He says, I'd rather call the proctologist than the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I think I told you the story some 25 years ago. I get an emergency call in the middle of the day from uh, my my stockbroker back when you had to have one of those. Not that I had a whole lot of stock back then, for sure. But he said, the IRS has frozen your accounts. And I said, why? Why? Well, they've frozen my accounts. Well, it, it appears that there's some issue with your, your tax return and, and uh, your tax situation. So I called the IRS in Memphis. They directed me locally. And they said, yeah, we've got money sitting on your account as a credit balance, but no tax returns to apply them to. 
And I said, well, that's crazy, because I have I have a record here that I sent my tax returns. I had the, the certified mail. I always mail them back before you could do it electronically. I have the receipt that they, that they went and were received via certified mail. And so the uh, local rep said, well, I tell you what, I live in your area. Why don't I come by? Your office is where I was. I, I told her that's where I have my tax returns stored. I'll come by and take a look at them and get this thing squared away. She came by. She looked at this, you know, four inches of, of like three years' worth of tax returns that, that they didn't have. She said, well, I guess you didn't do that since I talked to you two hours ago. No, I don't think I just whipped together three years of tax returns in two hours. Um, but it turned out that they took those. They said, yeah, okay, we, we applied that to the amount you owed. And looks like you have a remaining uh, credit balance, a refund. I said, great, send it to me. Nope, it's been more than seven years. We can't do that. Well, what if I owed? Well, you'd have to pay. Well, what's my remedy? You can call your congressman if you want to address that. All for me, none for you, right? William in Madison wants to talk about ophthalmology. Welcome to the show, William. What's on your mind? Hey, man, thanks for talking for a minute. Um, I was just going to let you know, I've worked in ophthalmology for about the last 17 years. I worked for the eye group at UMC for a few years, and then I've done other stuff now, but still in ophthalmology. Okay. Uh, the laser that they're trying to get to be able to do, the optometrists are trying to get to do, is typically post-cataract surgery laser. It's called a YAG laser. It's basically to sharpen the vision to clear away any, like, scarring that occurs during the healing of a cataract surgery. Okay. Um and it's not really, they don't go through, like, ophthalmologists don't take, like, a specific month and say, okay, I'm going to learn how to do those lasers this month. It's kind of all throughout their residency. Sure. They're being taught it, and then, of course, procedures kind of honed in. Over that three years, they perfect their technique, per se. Lots of lab time, lots of simulator time, et cetera, because you have to make sure you're not going too deep or too hot, per se, with the laser. Um and the argument is optometrists are saying that they can do it in like a couple-month course, per se, when the ophthalm- ophthalmologists are saying, well, no, it could kind of takes us a three-year residency to perfect our technique with it, and they're wanting to do it in two months, basically. I got you. So that's where the real disconnect is coming. And, and there are other states that have been doing it a very long time. Our state has been one that's really pushed back, because like Louisiana's, on the verge of having it for the first time in a long time. Uh, but it's just the training aspect that the ophthalmologists are really fighting back against because they don't want to have to fix mistakes. Sure. <laughs> so it's uh, so th- done by someone with very little training. So let me ask you, in the states that uh, have been doing this a long time, have there been problems? Um, early on, yes. Because now some of the guys have been, if like it's an older guy's been doing it for twenty or thirty years, he probably has developed a pretty good technique, and sure. he, he probably has no issues. But it's something that they're not taught during their training in op- optometry school, because all that you learn in optometry is what's called refraction, which is essentially measuring for glasses, fitting for contact, yep. et cetera. Yeah. Um, so a laser side of because it would have to be taught essentially by ophthalmologists. Yeah. Because well, you're, you know, your discussion earlier about uh, correcting uh, problems after cataract surgery, Rhino, I think that's exactly what Dr. Wally referred to, right, where there was a situation he felt like he or somebody right. could have uh, could have corrected but simply don't, don't, aren't, aren't licensed to do so. And this person, I guess, had to wait. Right. Yeah. 
the reason these lasers are done is it's typically after cataract surgery, and when the lens is scarring into place, sometimes a little bit of scar tissue builds up, and it makes kind of a cloudy film. Gotcha. And this is kind of a low... Low-grade laser first aid that goes in just kind of melts that film away from the back of that lens and essentially clears up the vision. But if you go too hot, you can cause what's called pitting in the lens. It causes like little dimples like a golf ball. Yeah. And, of course, it'll distort, distort the vision. Or if you go too high on the power, you can literally burn a couple internal surfaces, which can create healing problems, of course. But um, that's the whole issue is just knowing where to do it, how much to do it, and how hot to do it, per se. Sure. Well, I appreciate um, that. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling in, William. Appreciate that information and that clarification. No problem, sir. Have a great day. You too. 888-808-8637. That's the so number. that's where it fits in the four-year timetable. Yeah. Now we know. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, that makes perfect sense. So There is a great point on the ceasefire text line, though, from the, the same texture bringing up the fact that they've been doing it for 30 years in Oklahoma with no problems. Many ophthalmologists graduated, got got their medical degree before they were taught laser in school. That's true. So they get training on the updated technology the exact same way the optometrist would through continuing education and certification. Well, sure, but doesn't that apply across the spectrum of healthcare, though, Ryan? We're continuously inventing new techniques, new procedures, new tools. The procedure that JT is using to fight cancer was theorized in the 50s and 60s, but it didn't come to fruition until the early 2000s. Typically a function of technology and cost. When both of those align and get in line, then they become commercialized and become available. So, uh, look, I, I had my prostate removed three years ago uh, here locally, uh, via the Da Vinci uh, robotic system uh, to remove uh, the prostate. It was cancerous prostate, very common uh, occurrence in, in males my age. Well, years ago when it was first invented, you had to go to Vanderbilt to get it done. <clears throat> Otherwise, you had to do it the old-fashioned way, and the old-fashioned way where a human is, is uh, essentially taking out your prostate, removing your prostate, it, it has a, a tendency to damage the nerves. The whole idea of the robotic surgery is it's so dead gun per, precise, it can take the prostate out, and they call it nerve-sparing surgery, as I recall. But you had to travel. Well, that's not unusual. New procedures are invented somewhere, right, typically in a, at a teaching hospital, and that's the only place you can get them for a while. And then they become commercialized. Physicians that have been practicing in those areas for a long time, uh, become trained, go tr- get trained on them, and then they bring those back home and they offer those locally. Uh, gee, I thought that's the way it was supposed to work. Uh, and I think that's true across the spectrum of healthcare. So it's a complicated matter, and the cycle times of, in- of inventing these new procedures and new techniques j- just continue to shrink. So Physicians, healthcare professionals are constantly having to retrain, relearn, and you want them to because we want the latest technology to be available to solve medical problems. Stay with us. We've got the final segment uh, coming up on the JT Show, and we've got uh, Dr. Ryan Wally, who we had earlier on the program from the Mississippi Optometric Association, is going to join us and answer a couple of questions. Appreciate that, Dr. Wally. Stay with us, everyone. The JT Show will continue.
the new year with explosive savings during the new year's celebration sales event at Mazda of Jackson. In 2021, we resolved to offer money-saving deals on every vehicle in stock. For example, get 0.9% financing on most new 2021 Mazdas in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. We have truckloads of 2021s arriving, so you're sure to find the perfect Mazda. Looking for something like new? We're offering 2.9% financing on certified pre-owned Mazda 3s and Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history 100 credit approval is our number one goal plus bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us start off 2021 with explosive savings during the new year's celebration sales event in must of jackson where nobody walks away because everybody saves our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 i-55 frontage road north in jackson call 991-2222 today mustofjackson.com see dealer for details with approved credit on select models with springtime right around the corner, it's time to start thinking about your lawn equipment needs. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your Xmark mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all Xmark mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old Xmark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new Xmark Zero Turn for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new Xmark Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one Xmark dealer in Mississippi. And as always, shop, shop smartly, shop Hartley. The Midday Agri-Market Report, we're talking to John Riley of Bear about the Thrive On technology, which actually started in Mississippi. We've been working on this trait for a number of years. Part of the key to us being able to bring it is testing it locally and working with academics, especially ones out of Mississippi like Dr. Jeff Gore or Dr. Angus Ketchot, They've been key to being able to look at this product for a number of years and help us uh, develop it and make recommendations for it. So thinking about those folks and being able to know that it's been tested locally, not only with academics, but at our Scott, Mississippi Learning Center with Dr. Jay Mahaffey, I think that makes it uh, even better to know that it's, it's been in Mississippi to be evaluated under your local conditions. And we are very excited to have growers be able to experience this. This is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. When it comes to growing cotton, I'm looking for results. That's why I choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. The powerful combination of Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton and Extendamax Herbicide with Vapor Grip technology means I'm getting built-in pest protection and an increased spectrum of control of insects like bullworms and tobacco budworm on top of effective weed control. That adds up to stronger yield potential. In fact, Bullguard 3 ExtendFlex cotton showed an 87 pound per acre advantage on average versus top planted phytogen varieties. It's no wonder the Roundup Ready Extend crop system is the number one choice for so many of us. For me, the choice is easy. I choose results. I choose the Roundup Ready Extend crop system. Yield claims are based on 2017 to 2019 Bayer trials. Extendamax is a restricted-use pesticide. Check with your state pesticide regulatory agency for specific restrictions in your state. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Don't have time to talk, but still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead, text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. Welcome back, everyone, to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks for joining us, Gerard Rhino. Dr. Ryan Wally joining us again. Thanks for calling in, Dr. Wally. What do you got to say, man? Thank you for having me again. Look, you bet. I, I know you, you have had some questions, and I wanted to just address a couple of those things. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, first and foremost, you know, optometrists, we are trained um, in optometry school on the eye from day one. So from the very first day, we are getting a, a curriculum that is that is designed specifically for the eye. Um, and that's after completing four years of an undergraduate uh, degree. Then we move on to optometry school. And, you know, I can speak from experience uh, where I went to school at UAB. You know, we were sitting in courses with, with dental students and medical students. Mm-hmm. And, you know, optometrists and optometry students there are held to the exact same standard. We took the exact same tests. And, you know, so I think that optometrists are, are very well trained to do these procedures that, that we're asking to do. I think one individual may have had a question about the, you know, they talk about a weekend course. And, you know, optometry, like many professions, we depend on continuing education every year. You know, sure. we're required to get a certain number of continuing education courses that uh, we use to renew our license. And, you know, the way that this would work is, you know, they, I think they talked about a 32-hour course. You know, I think the thing to remember is that, you know, this these courses that we take, just like medicine, this is not knowledge that exists in a vacuum. This is building on knowledge that we received in optometry school through our years of clinical experience. So, you know, we don't go into a weekend course and then come out and, and call ourselves a surgeon. That, that's just not how that works. Um, we do, when, when new technology comes out, continuing education is how we stay abreast of new technology. And so that's exactly how medicine does it, dentistry and, and other medical professions. So we use the exact same channels to further our education that they do. Yeah, and appreciate that. And, and really, uh, thanks for calling in again, Dr. Wally. Appreciate that. And, and I, I apologize for getting uh, getting disconnected earlier. Oh, no, no problem at all. We understand sometimes with the remote that's, that stuff happens. Appreciate you joining us today, though, and, th- and thanks for calling back in and, and clarifying. So, uh, Rhino, you and I were talking at the break. I mean, this, is, this really applies across the spectrum of, of all disciplines. This is not just unique to medicine. I, I'm thinking about my own industry, the IT industry. Good grief. It's changing daily. Everybody knows that. And... It, it, when you're in the middle of those who invent the technology and those that would be us, the, the users of it, we're in the middle of that, making it work for the users, constantly training, retraining, constantly. I think I spent over 300 grand a year on training and certification for our technical team and even our sales team, our marketing team, just to understand 
what the heck is is you're selling, but uh, more importantly, the the design and implementation of these solutions. And I'll also point out many of which are life and death. When you're installing these solutions, let's say in healthcare institutions, as we did at many healthcare large institutions, if that stuff doesn't work, that's a problem. People die. Everything goes down. It's it's beyond just a laser in somebody's eye. And I'm not trying to minimize that, of course. But when you're talking about, you think about how how critical these systems are to these people uh, and these institutions. So I'm only making the point that it, and it, somebody texted in and said, you know, mechanics have to go through continuing education. It's it's across the board. That's good news. That's the good thing. And like Dr. Wally said, you have a certain predisposition and you have a background and a framework for it. You're just layering on more skills. It's not like, well, that's the first time I've ever seen an eye. Now I'm going to learn laser surgery. So right. Again, this is why I think it's so important to have folks from all perspectives get around the table and talk about this and come up with rational, reasonable solutions, because we have a demand and supply problem that ain't going away. There's got to be something that works uh, to address this, to fix this. And, and I just, hopefully we can, we can do that. Um, so... Uh, yeah, continuing education. So the texture text back says, yeah, they do through continuing education. I share with Rhino, my, my periodontist <laughs> that fixed my tooth about six years ago via some laser technique. And it was only available in California. And he went out to California, learned the procedure. And he's a 25-year practicing periodontist, returned to Mississippi, offered it right here, did it at his office about three miles from where we're sitting. That was six years ago perfect uh, result out of that. I so, think the best example is still LASIK. I mean, at one point, a couple decades ago, you had to travel across the country to get LASIK, and now you can get it at a shopping mall. It's a commodity. That's a good thing. That's the free market at work. You and I were also discussing, before we go, we got Mississippi Outdoors Radio coming up next. We were discussing how all these socialized medicine countries no new medical techniques come. They're using what we invented, and they just figure out a new economic model of how to distribute it. They don't invent squat. Thanks so much for joining us on the JT Show. Coming up next, the Mississippi Outdoors Radio after Super Talk News. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A group of 10 Republican senators visits the White House today. They've come up with a coronavirus financial relief and stimulus plan that's about a third the size of President Biden's. Among those people we're expecting here at the White House today, Susan Collins of Maine, Rob Portman of Ohio, and Mitt Romney of Utah. They are proposing a number of things here, including a $600 billion overall package that would have about $1,000 for stimulus checks, but they would be phased out by certain incomes. It would also extend enhancing the federal unemployment benefit and offer more money for food assistance programs. Fox's Mark Meredith. President Biden's been briefed on reports of a military coup in Burma, according to his press secretary. Tensaki says the United States is alarmed by reports the Burmese military has arrested state counselor Aung San Suu Kyi and other civilian officials. Burmese TV says the military will take control of the country for one year, saying the seizure was necessary because of claims of election fraud. Fox Jared Halpert. America's listening to Fox News. 
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros. They can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that. Customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233. WatkinsConstructionInc.com. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A large chunk of federal funding will aid in Mississippi's vaccine distribution efforts. $32 million has been awarded to the Mississippi Emergency Management Agency to help with the rollout of the vaccine at public facilities across the state. An additional round of funding is expected to arrive at a later date, bringing the total up to $64 million. Don Starnes, the state director of the NFIB, explains the mindset of small business owners as the pandemic continues. Our folks are just really encouraged by the fact that the vaccine is getting out and that hopefully that will then result in people getting back open 100% and and government's kind of easing up on these restrictions. Starnes did say that Mississippi has been less restrictive than most states, including Louisiana. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. Pieces of legislation have made it out of the Medicaid committees. And one of them, um, House Bill 1013, would actually abolish the division of Medicaid, um, would take away responsibility for Medicaid from the governor, and would shift control to uh, an unelected seven-person executive branch commission selected mostly by the lieutenant governor and speaker. Drew Snyder, the executive director of the Mississippi Division of Medicaid, says any sweeping change in the Medicaid governance structure would require federal approval. House Speaker Philip Gunn says committees debated bills a little differently this time around. We had to do it by Zoom, trying to be safe with social distancing and complying with COVID protocols. So fortunately, because of technology, we were able to conduct those meetings via Zoom. Seemed to go very well. The House and Senate will adjourn today at 4. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News. 
heading to the coast to hit the casinos, or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mississippi Outdoors Radio here on Super Talk Mississippi with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife Fisheries panel in the studio. Adam Butler, wildlife biologist, Josh Carver, marketing coordinator, and Michelle Carter, the outreach coordinator. Good afternoon, folks. Thanks for joining us today. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to be here. All right, so are the seasons over or not? (laughs) Well, yes and no. So the the, the the big ones for most folks sort of wrapped up yesterday, I guess. So yeah. probably a lot of a lot of people either waking up relieved today or maybe waking up, you know, with, with looking back and can't wait till next year. But for most of the state, uh deer season ended yesterday. Um and then the the duck season ended yesterday as well, uh for most of the state. So that's sorta. Of, we're not completely over. So uh, deer season is still open in a subset of counties in the southeast part of the state. So basically, um, the I, I forget off the top of my head how many counties that is, but more or less the the south, very southeast part of the state. You know, Hattiesburg, a little bit north of there, south, uh, and then back west to around Columbia. Why is it different? Now. It's different because that part of the state, the deer, uh, the deer breeding season, the rut when the when the bucks are moving and chasing does and that sort of thing, which is for the hunters sort of the the best time to be hunting, right? When the the bucks are kind of losing their mind, uh, rutting, as <laughs> as we talked about several weeks ago, and Rhino had to uh, point out to us the the, the ancient uh, origin of that word, right? right. Yep. But um, but that part of the state, the deer rut is a lot later than everywhere else, hmm. and we know that because uh, our, our agency biologists for, for decades now have been doing different surveys, uh, herd health surveys, where we're able to uh, take deer and look at when they were bred, and we've been able to develop sort of a, a map of the state so we know when that happens. And so for years and years, hunters in that part of the state 
you know, asked for a later season so that they could take advantage of the the deer rut a little more. And um, you Ooh. know, several years ago, we were able to parse that off and do that. So is it a is it a weather issue or is there some well is it, it biological? Difference? Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. It is there is a biological reason. It's really interesting, and you have to go back to uh, basically many many decades ago um early part of the 20th century when deer were almost completely eradicated across mm. mississippi and a mm. lot of the eastern u.s didn't know that yeah and so mississippi like a lot of states restocked deer so we took deer from places where they were still existing and released them into the wild and that sort of stuff and in um in mississippi's case we took deer uh, the the sources of deer that we got were from a lot of different places. Some of them came from within state, but a lot of them didn't. There were some deer that came from North Carolina. There were way way back some deer that came from Wisconsin, actually, hmm. uh, and then some that came from Mexico. And uh, a lot of those um, different populations of deer within the state, once they got established, they they sort of maintained their genetic breeding hmm. dates. Sure. And so you, that's why Mississippi's really unique. Uh, when you look at most of the country, most of the country, the deer rut's going to be, you know, November sometime uh, for most of the, the yeah. country. But here, it's all over the map. You know, far northwest Mississippi starts early, mid-December, and it, and mm. it, you know, far southeast Mississippi's all the way into February. And it's because a lot of those populations are kind of holding on to those genetic dates that they had from when they were restocked. So you can, you know, you can go not very far within our state and have dramatically different times when deer are going to be doing their thing because it traces back to that restocking days. And get a couple extra weeks yeah. of hunting if you're willing to try. Yeah, and so that was something, like I said, that's something our agency, you know, years ago decided made sense, sure. makes biological sense, and it's something the hunters in that part of the state wanted, and we were able to show with uh, survey data and stuff like that that, yeah, that, that is the that is the dates that it is later down there the deer rut is later so that's where we're at so it's a long way of saying if you're in the southeast part of the state you got you've still got two weeks if you're not you had to finish yesterday all right <laughs> and what about duck season so all my duck hunter friends including my son say it had been a great duck duck season so. yeah i think that's the consensus says it, it, it's it's definitely not been a stellar one um i think a lot of the the survey numbers from when our guys have flown the aerial flights and stuff like that have yeah. been average to slightly below average. Um, it's been hard to sort of figure. You know, we've not had a super warm winter in that kind of like today. You know, air temperatures have been generally pretty cool yeah. for the most part. We haven't had a lot of those, you know, really warm spells. But we also have not really had a lot of just bitterly cold snaps either, you know, where we see temperatures just plummet you know, and the lows drop down into the teens or single digits or something like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, we haven't had many many of those either. So um, those are those are kind of big fronts that make the, you know, make the lows drop really, really low and the bottom fall out are what it takes to get ducks pushed down here. And we just haven't have, had a lot of those this year. So the big storms going through the Midwest and the Northeast, will that have an impact? Will that drive them further? <laughs> it might, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, we're <laughs> closed for most folks. <laughs> so it, it, it probably, this, this front, um, will probably push some ducks down, I'm sure. Um, so there are a, 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 a few more waterfowl opportunities to be had. Um, so this coming weekend, February 6th and 7th, will be youth, veteran, and active military waterfowl days. So if you don't fall into one of those categories, 
uh, you can't participate. Gotcha. Um, and this started off as sort of a youth opportunity, and this is either the first or second year, second year, I believe, where that has been expanded to um, veterans and active military to participate. Gotcha. So we have a question from uh, Blake from Matheston. says, as heavily populated as we are now, uh, though, could we not all have the same season as the southeastern part of the state has? And run it later? Yeah. You know, that's – obviously, we we are in a lot of the state, you know, we have an abundance of deer. Um, I don't know. That's something that we would have to, as a staff, look at and entertain. I mean, we already have one of the longest deer seasons in the country. You yeah. Know? So um, the, the shift in the season later in the southeast was not about – adding extra opportunity for them to increase the harvest it was really more about just allowing them a time where they're able to take advantage of the later rut dates that are down there so that season down there is a bucks only season um you know they're not they're not taking female deer not taking does so they're not doing you know it's not about population control or giving them something extra because they need it to control the population it's it's about taking advantage of the rut got you so on the 662 text line duck season hasn't been good in 15 years <laughs> it depends on who you're talking to you well i can't i, I agree yeah, yeah. i can't help I that i yeah. can't help that but. And, and we've talked about that last time i think you're wrong we talked about kind of the, the trends there and what's going on but uh i don't know so when you have big storms that, that blow through say the northeast like they are now it, and it may be that drives them down unfortunately as you said that's past uh the the end of, of the season do they stay, or do they migrate back when it gets warmer? I mean, well, yeah, that that's maybe a good, keep yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good uh, perceptive question. So, what a, a lot of them will do when we get late like this. So the the ducks, you know, they're wanting to get back to the prairie as early as possible to nest and everything. Yeah. So a, a lot of times, this late season like this, they'll sort of yo-yo back and forth based hmm. on these fronts. So yeah, they're they're some of them are already getting in their mind to start the northern migration back, and then they get hit with a big cold blast like this you know and it pushes them back south for a little bit so there is you know when you get into february like this there is a little bit of sort of back and forth movement that you see with them yeah well maybe that'll improve for next year (laughs) for what's said here so blake from matheson says i'm asking due to the amount of car accidents we have i guess that's just that's his kind of his litmus test for our population surging yeah they're i mean clearly they're all over the place deer yeah um so, I, 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 I don't fully understand the question there. I guess you're saying, yeah, we, we do have a lot of deer in Mississippi. Just I, extending I the off season, the top of my I guess. Head, I don't remember where we rank in terms of deer car collisions, but we're in the, the top ten. Got to sure. be. Yeah, yeah. Got to be. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they, they seem ubiquitous, frankly, all, all over right. the place. Uh, so, is it the department that sets the dates of the season? Do they have c- total control over that? I mean, that doesn't require some sort of statutory change, does it, Adam? Um, the with deer season, there there are some things that are in statute okay. that would be legislative, but wow. but to, but certain things we have control over. Hmm. So it depends on what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So um, well, we got a break coming up. When we come back. Did you talk about the youth waterfowl 
uh, camp? Did not. Place next weekend. That's coming up this weekend too. So that's something. And, and um, I don't know if we've got much time to cover. Josh making. Yeah. In a little when bit we on come that. back, we'll touch Sounds on that. Sounds good. Josh. Sounds good. We'll take a break here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks panel in the studio. Stay with us. Preschool, Toddler, and Infant Care. Little Acorns Child Development Center. Now accepting applications for toddlers and infants. 601-965-5002. Little Acorns Child Development Center. 100 West Capitol Street in downtown Jackson at the Dr. A.H. McCoy Federal Building. We're accepting applications for both federal and non-federal children. You will go crazy for Little Acorns, where me, Sammy the Squirrel, will provide tons of fun, fun, fun. Here at Little Acorns, we provide developmentally appropriate curriculums, low staff-to-child ratios, degreed early childhood teachers in all rooms, delicious, healthy breakfast, lunch, and snacks. All teachers certified in infant and child CPR and pediatric first aid. Designated drop-off with health safety temperature screenings at our safe, secure, modern, and spacious facility. Call now for a spot for your Little Acorn today. 601-965-5002. Tell them Sammy sent you. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, <laughs> almost. You know. And of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. <laughs> and then the whole, it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. With you on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. So we had a question first. Josh, tell us about the. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah. Youth waterfowl. Yeah. So uh, we do this every year. It's a partnership with a uh, uh, Ducks Unlimited. Um, but we have around twenty kids uh, come in to Muscadine Farms WMA in the Delta and participate in a youth waterfowl camp. And that's going to be this weekend. Uh, if you're hearing it now, you're a little too late to apply, but uh, just, just to let people know, uh, along with the uh, youth veteran and active military hunt this uh, 6th and 7th, there will be a group of uh, kids learning for the first time about waterfowl hunting, about the management of waterfowl, and, and uh shotgun safety all that type of uh, good stuff there at muscadine so just be aware if you're going out to muscadine with your kids or or your friends uh, uh they'll be out there participating in that this weekend so we still got wineries in mississippi making muscadine wine. <laughs> i don't know if we do or not and uh we've actually got that question several people have come to muscadine farms wma looking for the muscadine farm yeah uh, there, there is no muscadine <laughs> farm there. I'm not sure the historic relevance yeah, to the name, but uh, I don't know where the name came from. But, but, uh, but yeah. it's not, yeah. not from a muscadine winery. No, that's yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, what about the uh, turkey season draw hunts? Yeah, those are open right now. Um, just plugging that. If you're interested in one of our wildlife management area turkey draw hunts, which happen during turkey season, which is in March, but you need to be signing up now. The deadline to sign up is February 15th. So that's get that. Get that on your calendar and get it done if you haven't already. Goose conservation season? Yeah, so there, it's kind of like I said earlier, duck season, waterfowl season's over, sort of. Uh, we do have a light goose conservation season, and, and this is a little different. It, it's specifically for, so this is going to get a little technical. Um, so if you're not necessarily a waterfowl person, it may not make sense. But this is specifically for snow geese and Ross's geese. Um, and snow geese are the ones if you're you know but well both of these species really but if you're you know familiar over there in the delta you see just tens of thousands of them and they form the big huge tornadoes and stuff like yeah. that and all of that um so there's a special season on those because those birds they actually nest in the arctic circle way way up there they go extremely far north to nest and their populations have exploded in recent years to the point where that that tundra habitat up there is really really sensitive and they're they're basically destroying the tundra in the places that hmm. they nest hmm. and so there's a an additional season that that happens after the normal waterfowl season um that allows you to harvest just specifically those species and um, a lot of the normal rules for waterfowl um, 
are, are, are sort of out the door. Um, you don't have to have a, a plug shotgun. Um, there really is no bag limit on those species during this special season. Now, it, it, it's not this weekend. The 6th and 7th, there's a gap okay. uh, just so that – you know, basically, so our law enforcement folks can seem to be sure that the people hunting this weekend are either youth, veteran, or active military. But then after that, it basically runs um, pretty much through the the time the ducks are are going to be. I mean, the the geese will be gone from here. So, mm. um, if you want to participate in that, we do ask that you. Uh, there's a, a no cost permit. You go to our website, and sign up for. Um, but that's the light goose conservation season, and it's you know it's it's some opportunities to help kind of hold those snow geese populations in check gotcha maybe after the regular substitute for what you weren't able to do with the ducks there you go (laughs) take your frustration out on some snow geese so uh, we were talking at the break adam let uh, answer this question for our audience if you would Uh, this is from jeremy ward of columbus on the ceasefire text line can we move the first part of duck season in december slide that back to february tell us about that well um that that's Probably a a, a a reasonable idea because he he's correct in that more often than not we're going to have probably more ducks here in Mississippi at the tail end of January or the first end of February than we are the beginning of December. Yeah. But unfortunately, we don't have the legal uh, ability to do that. So uh, waterfowl, ducks, and geese, because they're migratory, you know, because the ducks and geese that are here now. You know, we're probably in North Dakota in October, and we're probably in Saskatchewan, Canada, in in last summer. Uh, because of that, their management falls back to the federal government, so that you know, kind of all the states can work under a similar umbrella. And um, so, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, which is the federal entity, uh, they put sideboards on when the states can set seasons. So we can't set a migratory bird season, a duck season, any earlier than September 1st, and we can't set it any later than January 31st. And so the federal government just sort of says the states within that within that broad those broad sideboards can pick whatever they want up to 60 days. Uh, and so generally Mississippi and Louisiana and Arkansas, you know, we usually pick the latest days possible in that because we're at the very bottom of the migratory flyway. So, uh, so, and that's and, recently changed too. Yeah, because that's right. That, it used that was, to end what the last Sunday. Yeah, it used to be um, the duck season here had to end the last, or not just here, but anywhere had to end the last Sunday of January, and it just I think it was the year before last. Well, does it have to be a contiguous sixty days? Could you have? It doesn't have to be. No, we do. We we actually split it up a little bit so that to take advantage of weekends. So yeah, we'll, okay. On the front end, oftentimes we'll have a couple of splits, and that's specifically so we can work in more Saturdays and Sundays. I got you. So but we don't have the we don't have the option to go into February. Got you. So another question we had was, uh, and we've talked about this on the program many times, uh, CWD wanted to know how many samples we got this year. you have a count on that yet? I, I do not have the most up-to-date count. I know we were um, around 6,000 last I remember, but that's going to be a couple of weeks ago. I don't know what it would stand at today, but um, we'll try to, you know, we're still collecting those uh, samples. A lot of our guys and gals are out um, running those drop-off freezers and stuff today, and we'll be working samples up, you know, throughout this week. Um, and then, obviously, in that southeast part of the state where deer season still open, you know, we've got a couple more weeks to collect samples. So we'll have a uh, here in a few weeks when we sort of get done, we'll have a CWD wrap-up, I guess. For gotcha. The so Lake Lamar, Bruce, Tippecanoe Lake, Lake Mary Crawford, 
new fish attractors. Yeah, so they uh, just installed. They do this about every year at different state lakes. Is uh, they'll they'll install some old Christmas trees and some other structures just to hold fish. So you can find uh, a, a map of all those locations at those three lakes that have been added this year on the fishing reports page of our our website. And it's just a good place just for either uh, the the new angler to get out there and find some places that usually will hold a fish uh to to try out and then explore the rest of the lake while they're there so our fisheries guys have been uh, out doing that in the past few weeks talk to us about what the mississippi scholastic shooting program is all about well that's why we've got michelle carter here today so uh she is (laughs) our um mssp program coordinator and she knows everything in and out about that program so right yes so we are actually um about to begin our second fall qualifier this week so these two gentlemen literally called and pulled me off of the range today because <laughs> we're preparing to begin wednesday um it the program originally started as a way to get youth in the outdoors so we all grew up outside you know sure. our parents kicked us outside they said play outside do outside well you know just with technology that's changed yep. so our kids today are just you know they're not outdoors as much as we would like them to be and so this program kind of began to get them back outside and to be shooting so right now we've got 54 public and private schools in the program uh, when the program began in 2015 we only had four schools so in five years, we've increased to 54. Wow. The first year, we had right at 30 kids that participated. And Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we will have staggered flight times for 898 kids in Mississippi to come and shoot. And so, this program's a, a, a shotgun shooting sport. Yes. So skeet, trap, sporting clays, all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. So how, how many total kids, do you say? 898. Wow. In, in four days, we'll and, have the flight schedule. And how do they benefit from the program? How do the kids benefit? What do they What do they learn? Well, first of all, they get outside. Yeah, so our, our department point. wants yeah. them outside. Good. And then <laughs> one of the things that schools will ask us when we go and, and talk to them about this program, it's like Josh said, said, it's shooting shotguns. So sometimes schools will be like, okay, what is the benefit of these kids shooting a firearm? Well, we live in Mississippi, so most of our kids are going to be exposed to the outdoors. They're going to be exposed to hunting. In the, the right way. The right the way. way. Yeah. In this program, we take these kids, we take these coaches, we train them, and they become acclimated and confident in how to um, to shoot a firearm. Gotcha. So that that's a big one. And then, of course, the competitive aspect of it. We have the kids come in. It's just another way for the kids to compete besides football, baseball, basketball, the, diff- the different things that we're used to traditionally being in schools. You know, this is a new program that um, they can have a different way to compete. And then um, our foundation yep. um, offers 10 Hold 000- that thought, Michelle. We'll come back with more on the MDWFP with the MDWFP panel on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us. I am 
got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. It's time to do more of what you want, where you want. With the all-new Honda EU2200i generator, available at your preferred local Honda dealer, Frederick Sales & Service. These generators are quiet, portable, efficient, and have the reliability you'd expect from Honda. Come by Frederick Sales & Service in Brandon and see the full line of Honda generators or online at frederickssales.com. Honda and Frederick's power you can trust. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. As a minimalist, paying less for insurance is more. Nice place. Is your house a bubble? It's a dome. I find corners unnecessary. At Liberty Mutual, that's how we feel about overpaying for insurance. But I do miss having shelves. Hmm. What would you put on them? Nothing, obviously. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's, Albritton's Jewelers. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A large chunk of federal funding will aid in Mississippi's vaccine distribution efforts. $32 million has been awarded to the Mississippi Emergency Management Agency to help with the rollout of the vaccine at public facilities across the state. An additional round of funding is expected to arrive at a later date, bringing the total up to $64 million. Don Starnes, the state director of the NFIB, explains the mindset of small business owners as the pandemic continues. Our folks are just really encouraged by the fact that the vaccine is getting out and that hopefully that will then result in people getting back open 100% and the and government's kind of easing up on these restrictions. Starnes did say that Mississippi has been less restrictive than most states, including Louisiana. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi reminding you to check out the College Football Fix every weekday at 5, driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, get tough trucks and great deals at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Starting with Ford F-150, built with outstanding power and smart features and the impressively capable 2021 Super Duty. No wonder F-Series is America's best-selling truck for 44 straight years. Test drive one today and don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious. So let's have fun. Weekdays 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio in the studio with the MDWFP panel. So, Michelle, we were talking about the MSSP program. This Is the program growing? Tremendously. Um, this sport, uh, the shooting sports in and of itself is, is growing very fast. And then our particular program here has really grown in the last two years. Um, it's doubled each year for the past two years and even with covid and everything that's been going on you know uh, my title is over outreach well outreach kind of came to a screeching halt yeah. with covid yeah but we have been able to uh, communicate with the schools via e- emails and zooms so we've got like 16 new schools that are planning to come on in august for the for the new season and we couldn't even get out there and really let them see what the program was about yeah. so that kind of attests to how popular this is at the moment so parents that might have reservations about their children engaging in shooting sports as being dangerous and so forth, what's your response to that? Um, as a mom, I have two boys, and both of my children shot in this program. So anytime my kids do anything or anytime any of us do anything, we want professionals or people that understand and are knowledgeable in that, that area to be over it. What better entity than our department to teach these kids sure. this activity. Sure. So our conservation officers, um, they run the events. So when we hold a shoot or a tournament, we've got our conservation officers at every stand. We train the coaches. They come to us. We, we certify them to be a coach for this program. We literally, and schools love this, we literally hold their hand through the entire process. We never let go. So where someone else might come in and do a sales pitch to say, hey, come on and let's do this program, 
we give you the pitch. We, we convince you to do the program, but I literally hold their hand the entire way through. Yeah. So there's never a moment that they don't have us and our department there to support them through this. And so it, it's extremely safe. So here's a question from Brian and Madison uh, for any of you guys. Uh, what are we doing, if anything, to combat or manage through the ammo shortage? Everybody's talking about that, right? How's that looking? Is it still uh, is there still short supply? Still yeah, constrained? I, I, I know. I, I went to try to buy some. Just personally, go to try to buy some rifle bullets here a, a couple about a month ago, and I I was shocked at how. What do you hear, Michelle? Our kids, our coaches, um, they've called. I've, I've spoke to a dozen of our coaches that are having trouble getting shotgun shells at the moment. Yep. So where our kids usually practice a lot. Okay, so they're, they're required to have eight practices to even participate. Well, that was done before that November shoot. So we have a first qualifier in November. Normally our second qualifier is in December. Because of COVID, it got pushed to this week. So now we're on our second they've not been able to practice as much. Yeah. So they saw this coming. They conserved their shells for the competition. But yeah, they're they're struggling to find ammunition just like all is of us. Is this just a demand and supply situation where the, the demand is just far exceeds what the manufacturing community can produce? Is that what's going on here? Or is there something else? I mean, and why is the demand so high? Do you think that's, that's not because people are hunting more, is it? Is it just, I think people wanting to Con- their concern. They want to make sure well, they got. It's, it's like dr- toilet paper. Yeah, dr- I, people are hunting more. Okay, uh, we, we've right, seen we'll a, a large increase in license sales this okay. year due to COVID. I think people have more time on their hands. Want to uh, get out. Want to get outside. Stop being cooped up in the in the house. So you've got that. But just like anything, from furniture, cars, whatever, uh, during that time, it, you, you had to wait three months to get yeah. you know yeah. anything. You're right. So I think it's just a lag probably during that. And then also with it being in the heat of hunting season yeah. in Mississippi, uh, and I mean it's nationwide that that you're seeing a little bit of a downturn in in the amount of stock at at certain stores. But uh, yeah, it's a it, it's a, it's very interesting. It might not be a bad uh, thing for us. I mean we, we we want people out in the outdoors participating. Um, but if they can't get their shells, I guess it's going to be hard to participate. So Tim in Oxford passes on that Michelle and the MDWFP folks do a great job with the school shooting program. Working with a range in Sardis and being a retired educator, it's great to see the kids. So I wanted to pass that on. Thank That's you. It's good to hear from Tim. I haven't heard from him recently. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. One so, good thing about the program, though, is is that we get to utilize two of our three uh, shooting facilities that we have located throughout the state. So we've got uh, McIver Shooting Facility. That's brand new. Uh, up around Sardis, we've got Turcotte, where the tournament is going to be held this weekend yes. here in the the cat right outside of the capital city, and then actually we've got uh, another range that's going to be added to our current uh, shooting facility right outside of Hattiesburg yeah. at McHenry. So these kids, you know, no matter where you are in the state, scattered out, you have a a, a pretty close drive to go uh, shoot at one of these top facilities to either practice or, or just hone in your skills. You do. You do. Our first tournament in November was at McIver up north and then this one is at Turcotte and like Josh uh, alluded to we've got McHenry down south so our push right now is to start expanding down south okay so there's a clay course that will be built at McHenry um, that's beginning right now and so hopefully we'll have that in place soon so that the kids down south can go to one of our ranges now there's tons of private ranges all throughout the state that they can shoot at 
But so a listener sends a message, is there any way to donate shells for the shooting high school program? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we might not know the way, Whoever but Whoever you find are, I will find you, yes. Um, it, this is on the 662, so this would be in North Mississippi. So, uh, Rhino, maybe the individual can tell us who they are and where they'd like to help. That would be much appreciated. Yes. So, uh, let's and see. I do want to flip back real yeah. quick before the break. We mentioned the foundation and the scholarships. You know, that's one thing that's huge about this program is they've allocated ten thousand dollars worth of scholarships that these kids can can compete for and win. Now we know you you can't pay high school students, or high school students can't have these funds before they graduate. Well, we've partnered with the Treasury Department, and we set up a max savings account, a college savings account for the kids. Okay. And then that's put into that account, and then upon graduation, and we've had kids in the last five years, because um, they can start winning when they're a seventh grader and win all the way through. We had a gentleman that graduated with $6,000 worth of scholarship money, just ready to go, plus interest, because it was in that interest an account. Sure. And we keep saying kids and all, but this is uh, uh, this program levels the playing field. You've got uh, seventh grade, seniors, girls, boys, it doesn't matter. They all compete on the same level against each other. And, and it's very uh, interesting and exciting to see how um, kids of all different walks and all different backgrounds yeah. can come to one facility and participate in a in what could be controversial of a, a shooting yeah. sports program and really compete and uh, be awarded scholarships. Colleges are now coming on board with programs wow. that they can get scholarships from that college. Um, and then, I mean, even all the way up to Olympic athletes. Yeah. This is a big program with, with, with Olympics. So uh, it's a really uh, interesting and, and awesome opportunity for our state, I think. So do they come out of the program with some sort of certification or uh, something that just says they've been through the program, I guess? that It's just like any sport. So like if a college was interested in a kid, we have uh, Mississippi College and Mississippi State both sure. offer scholarships. So hmm. they come to the competition. It's just like they would come wow. to a football game. And, Recruiting, and, and, and recruit, yeah. yes. And one thing Josh mentioned is, and it's really cool to watch, is you, a, a seventh-grade girl can compete just as strongly against a senior guy. Yeah. And so it's not like football where there's such a, a yeah. discrepancy in size and, and speed and age and so anybody really can participate and excel at this at this competition. Very cool. Plus again that they're they're learning the sport and they're learning firearms the right way, essentially. They are. And that that's important. And it's you know, we with the public schools, we go to the school boards to present this to get approval, and knock on wood, so far we're batting a thousand. And so there's just just been very everybody's been very open and receptive to it. Once we can sit down and explain, we've got our ducks in a row. We yeah. we know what yeah. we're doing, and we can make this successful. And and once they hear that and what we have to say, usually all schools are on board. Yeah, that's an awesome program. So, do you have a question here uh, on the on the C Spire text line? What is the pickup day for the Purvis CWD check station? Says this listener says they're holding some meat. What are the days? The pickup day. Typically, the, uh, most of those drop-off freezers are ran uh, on Sundays or Mondays. So most of them would probably been picked up now, and they will process that process those uh, tomorrow or Wednesday, and then get the sample to the lab. And usually, with the lab, it's about a no more than a than a week t turnaround. So 
Um, that's why we tell people, you know, from the time they drop off, it can be up to two weeks because of the lag and the pickup and the and sampling and the you know the lab time. But but most of those would have already been picked up by now. Gotcha, Michelle. A listener in Lauderdale County wants to know how to get this program started in their school. The the easiest way is just to contact me. Okay. So and I'll give you my contact information. Okay. Um, kind of the the way it works is you contact me. I will. I go to the principals first, just because their boots on the ground, yeah. and I want to make sure that they're on board. And if they're on board, then our next step is to go to the school board and get that in. And yeah. Sounds like a good program that we need across the state and all the school districts. We thank you so much uh, for that information. We'll be back with the final segment on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This Friday, February 12th, Juniker Jewelry is having a special Valentine's event. That's right. Christopher Designs will be here with their entire collection of incomparable Chris Cut Diamonds. One of the most beautiful, most awarded diamonds ever created. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein, inviting you to Juniker Jewelry's Christopher Designs Valentine's Trunk Show. Come experience the Chris Cut Original Emerald Cut, Oval, Cushion, and Asher Cut Diamonds, and his new collections of rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. Our Christopher Designs stylist will be here to purchase personally help you create a one-of-a-kind Chris Cut Diamond engagement ring. Or the ultimate Valentine's gift for the woman you love. This Valentine's comes shop ten times the diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best price in the state. The Christopher Designs Valentine's Trunk Show. This Friday, February 12th. Only at Juniker Jewelry Company. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. 
This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your neighborhood Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey. On the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack, you can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda's been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire and Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course tires, just like Kenda. Designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers supports Mississippi Outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Located just six miles south of Tupelo, Tom Bigby State Park offers the finest in outdoor recreation opportunities, and it's just minutes from shopping, dining, and entertainment areas. This park was once the homeland of the Chickasaw Indian tribe. In fact, you may still find small artifacts like arrowheads from the, from the time when the Chickasaw population thrived in the area. Tom Bigby State Park offers eight cabins, 20 RV sites, picnic pavilions, a playground, disc golf, bike and nature trails. Lake Lee, the park's 120-acre lake, offers great fishing and boating opportunities. You can make a reservation by visiting our website at www.mdwfp.com or calling 1-800-467-2757. Or you can call the park directly at 662 842-7669. You can purchase an annual park permit for $50. That gives you access to all the great state parks for a year. All right, so Adam, what else we got going on this week? Um, we've got some new episodes on Mississippi Outdoors Television. So we're in a, in a new season, and this is going to be a, a real interesting week I think folks may not want to miss. Um, First segment, we're going to have a, a, a deer hunt from, from Miller's Point, so hunting over there along the Mississippi River behind the levee. So that's something, you know, storied uh, hunting ground for, for deer hunting. And then a snipe hunt 
in Rankin County, and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing this, or, just, or I'm interested to see this one because the guys with the TV show have told me, I don't know that we've ever had one exactly like this. They went out with a group of guys that do a, a February snipe hunt, and they they like dress up in like the old European clothing, you know, with the tweed hats and the little vest and the stockings and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And they so they they do that and they have a snipe hunt. So that I, I, that's going to be something you just. <laughs> Probably haven't seen anything quite like it. Um, and then also for folks who are big into uh, training labs and retrievers, uh, Wild Rose Kennels, which is you know here in the Magnolia State but nationally renowned, are uh, going to be having a, a hunt test. So talking about what they do in training l- retrieving dogs. So that's on Mississippi Outdoors TV. Uh, Mississippi Outdoors TV airs Thursday nights at 7.30 on Mississippi Public Broadcasting. And then if you miss it, the show re-airs Saturday nights or Saturday afternoons at 5.30 on MPB. And then, of course, we always post those up to our social media and our YouTube page and that sort of thing if you want to go back and watch some old episodes. Yeah, exactly. All right, so what else uh, we need to talk about? We, By the way, we got a question from Barton Columbus. Okay. Why is woodcock season closing in January instead of February? It's uh, falls back to the same thing as as the ducks and the geese. So it's they're a migratory bird um, that are regulated by the federal U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service because they they migrate down here from from way up north, and so we have to adhere to those same federal uh, sideboards that we do for ducks and geese. So um, can't open before September one, and can't stay open after January thirty first. So we were we were talking earlier about the the constrained situation with respect to ammo. Are you are you hearing anything about it improving? Is there any talk about that? I'm, you know, I I have not. I'm I'm not um, really in those circles that would. Um, I know that you know a lot of our funding from the federal Pittman Robertson Act, which is a a, a federal act that um, collects. Um, a tax on firearms and ammunition sales that goes back into conservation, and that's you know that's something that's been around for nearly a hundred years now. Yeah. Um, you know, some of our people look at those firearm sales numbers because that directly impacts Pittman Robertson funds. Um, so I'm sure you know somebody's got their eye on that sort of thing, but that's not really the the circle I normally work in. What's uh from an outdoors perspective, what's on the horizon season-wise? What do we got coming up? Well, you know, February is a, a, a big small game month. You have a lot of people that do a lot of rabbit hunting in February, squirrel hunting. Those two seasons are still open, and, and this is the time of year when a lot of people participate. And then March is when we have turkey yeah, season turkey. opening. Yeah. So, and then that, that kind of wraps it up for the year, and then we, we've got fishing and stuff through the spring and summer and look forward to fall. What's the turkey population like? Is it plentiful? It depends on part of the state. Um, the the southern part of the state has fared better than the northern part of the state over the last couple of years. So I think hunters down south should be seeing a few more than they have in the last several years, whereas hunters kind of in the north part of the state may be seeing a few fewer. Although the northern part of the state has traditionally, over probably the last decade or so, been been kind of the w- where we've had our strongest numbers. So even though they may be down a little bit, it's not going to be um, – you know, they're not going to fall too far. Uh, Josh, again, uh, a listener text in, when can we put in, register for the turkey draw? So February yeah. 15th. Yeah, it's open right now. It's open on our right we- now. on our website. Uh, That's Indiana. Michael from Morton. Yeah, yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's open right now through February 15th. 
All right, that'll do it here on this edition of Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Many thanks to Michelle, Adam, Josh for joining us in the studio, members of the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Stay with us, everyone. we got more great Super Talk coming up. Rhino and I will be with you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. God bless. Mississippi Media Production.